Hello, hello, and welcome, Tommy. 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 How's it going? Uh, dude, it's, oh, it's you got going. The, it's going, man. I'm feeling it's electric today. Yeah, you got the Stars jersey on. Is that what the chant was? Oh man, I'm just uh, high spirits today. It's it's a uh, Stars hockey. Uh, mm-hmm. It's playoff time. St. Patty's Day. Is uh, right it's getting to be that that portion of the season. Yeah, yeah St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Uh, I got my green on uh, early. You want to pinch me real quick? Uh, I don't. Actually, I got some in my hat, but you can if you want to pinch me off camera. Well, you got another. You got you got some hours to go. Oh, and then you're gonna get pinched if you're out in public. True. Uh, What is this, Kellen? This is the yeah. People are wondering how we know each other. What is this? First of all, this is the Post Hump Day podcast, PhD podcast. I'm Kellen King. I'm Tommy DeSalt. Um, how? Yeah, how do we know each other? How did this start? Um, if you've been a listener of this podcast before, you might know, have some insight on this. Neither me and Tommy are very good speakers. We have very, tr- we have a lot, hard time. See, like right now we have hard times talking. Okay. We just forget. We talk on the fly. We don't know what we're saying. Uh, and so there's actually like a subscription, you know, you have all like hymns, you have like better help, you have all these subscriptions. And there's one where you actually get set up with somebody who else who is a fucking idiot and doesn't know how to talk and they have you have your own podcast and together you start a podcast and you start being able to speak a little bit better. Yeah, it's like there's uh, different levels yeah. um, you start out at. We had to buy all this equipment so it kind of turns like it might be a pyramid scheme. <laughs> yeah, but, I'm starting to think that they got us. Yeah, I mean, and if you get three other people to start their own podcast, like, like it's a system. You, you get like a yeah, you you level up, you get a little yeah. incentive. Yeah, we're like if going back to the Lufa episode. We're in the white uh, tier right now. Yeah, we're we're, we're, we're new, we're pure, you know. But once we get somebody below us, we might be at that yellow level where we're still like. Uh, you know, we're nervous, we're shy, we're coming out of our shell, but, you know, there's other people that we want to soft swap with. Make sense? <laughs> By the way, the uh, the Lufa clips were were funny. Yeah, um, I liked it. Go check them out if you didn't. That's at Post Hump Day mm-hmm. on TikTok uh, as well as Instagram and YouTube. Yeah, I, um, I, th- I think that, I think we've, does this help you? To, like, I think we've grown a little bit um, from from the start, as mm-hmm. far as the uh, flow they would call it. Yeah. Um, the tough thing is, like it, I I have to process things sometimes. Sometimes, like I'll go back and like somebody will mention something, or like we'll be talking after, and I'll listen back, and I was like, oh, he was talking about something entirely yeah. different when we were watching our clips or something. I'm like, oh shit, he was like trying to get me to go somewhere. The thing is, is, uh, you know, you learn on the fly and it's hard to come up with stuff every week. Right. Yeah. I mean, props to, uh, guys like, you know, that can go on live podcasts every week with a new joke every single week for a minute, you know, or whatever. Um, or Bill Burr who just goes on there and just talk, screams into the void. Yeah. He just, he, he just goes on tangents and yeah, for two hours, talks to like. himself and it works. Um, yeah, I think I think overall, dude. I I gotta say, the content is definitely. Uh, I think it's a pretty good spread. Uh-huh. Like we're hitting a lot of a lot of listener bases. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, just go look at our follower list. We got the finance bros. We got the soccer moms. We got the we got the car guys. We got the weightlifters. We've got uh, some of the they thems. We've got yeah, baby. Um, blue hair gauges. Yeah. Um, we've got. And guess what? We're going to have a Christian rapper come on later on today. We're going to yeah. uh, have a little conversation with him. He's going to call in. Uh, we'll talk more about that later on. But what I want to talk about right now, uh, this is like the third year anniversary of COVID. We're getting up to the point where, I mean, COVID happened back in, I remember hearing little hints of it back there, hidden there, like in 2019. It is called COVID-19, so it happened, you know, around then, but... 2020 is when it was had its breakout year, right? It yeah. was when everybody was like, man, this is going to go the distance. You know what I mean? Yeah. 2019, it was just on the scene. I actually heard about it in a bar trivia question. It said, what is like the disease that's happening in China right now? I had no idea what the fuck what, what it, was it was. It was a soft launch. It was a soft launch, right? You know, it's when girls sometimes on Instagram, they'll have a soft launch for their boyfriend. They'll have like a hand, you know, they'll be like cheersing drinks and you'll only see the hand and maybe the chest of the of the soft launch boyfriend curiosity peaks and it's yeah. like love this season of my life and you know sitting there as a boy <laughs> or an ex-boyfriend or someone who's like who the fuck yeah yeah who's that hand <laughs> or you know they might have like a picture of like a spoon right like they're eating their food and there's a spoon and you kind of see a reflection of a beard someone with like a five o'clock shadow and you're like uh, i don't know if that's the lighting or if that's you know i don't it, i don't know i don't know is so it this somebody is, new right so this is the soft launch do you want to see tommy's soft launch yeah, I'd love to. Pull it up while we I give a little intro for this, the COVID, and I want to go back to it. Soft launch for what? I can't even see that. What is that? It's his boots. Um, it, well. New boot goofing. Uh, what was that for? If we were in Vegas. Oh, soft launch for you. No, it was his soft launch on my Instagram. Oh, okay. Now I'm, That I'm, was I'm like her up. first post of me. Of you. It's your boots. So you, they know. I, dude, I knew, and it pissed me off. I was like, <laughs> <sighs> put, the, yeah. put the face on there. Yeah, put my face in there. <laughs> but yeah, so COVID had a little bit of soft launch. I'm just right? kidding. I didn't give a shit. We were at the, actually, we were at the museum. Zach Bagan's Haunted Museum. Yeah, yeah. we were in line. That's what Big fans. Was. Go ahead. No, I just, we can. We no, can. no, it just, it, I had that recall. So. 2019 hit happened fast forward to around this time in 2020 this is when everyone started like tom hanks got it and then everyone's like okay this shit's serious mm -hmm. i think peyton manning had gotten it too and people were like what is this dude he always sounds like he's got a cold these days <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah he does have some brain fog uh well that might be some of that that concussion protocol going cte on. cte uh what is what is what's that line that people used to say from that will smith concussion movie um, I don't remember. Yeah, me neither. But that would have perfect joke right there. There whatever. you go, folks. Yeah, see, that's what we're talking about. That's <laughs> what we're fucking talking about. Listen, um, I speaking of so COVID. Yeah. Um, I ended up. I had a hundred and four degree fever. Yeah. I was living in Austin. I had my own apartment, and I, like for like three days, I just was like dying in bed, sweating and shivering, and didn't eat or anything. And one of my buddies, he was like, dude, you need to go to the hospital. And I was like on the verge of passing out. I mean, my fever was getting higher and higher. So he takes me and he's like, this is when we didn't know, like, is this real or what? Like, right. 
and the, the, the masks were not being distributed. Like, it wasn't even in the United States, really, as yeah. of that day. Just some cruise ships. Yeah, exactly. And in China or wherever. And then, dude, I... He, like, throws me... He's, he's like, got an old T-shirt in the backseat of his car. He's like, can you put that over your face just in case? <laughs> what? A and I was like, okay. So I wrap up this, like, a, you know, just tied up around my face. He's like, and also, can you... Uh, help me go to this gas station real quick and rob this store <laughs> yeah, real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Been falling on some some hard times. Yeah. And yeah. No. So we go to the hospital and we walk into the ER and I'm I walk in with a t-shirt around my face and everyone is like, Burn. "What the fuck, dude? Do not let him in here." These guys started to try to fist fight me in the lobby of the ER. Wrong color bandana. Um, it was white. It's just oh. pure um, innocent. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, dude, they made me wait outside of the ER instead of inside the lobby because no one knew, like, yeah. what is this thing? But then I get back there and the doctors and nurses, none of them had masks on. Um, they were like, there's no cases in the United States or in Texas right now, like, it's probably an infection or something else. Dude, I wake up, and on the news, there was two cases in Houston, yep. like, overnight. And so they were like, oh, fuck. Uh, I, I remember it going off in, in Fort Worth, where we're from, uh, like, soon after. Like, I remember it, yeah. it was kind of a hotbed here. Um, but I remember, like, where when I, like, I was, where I was working at the time, like, had to go into the – I had to be there. So I remember having to get like a note because I remember what would happen is at that time when everyone was like lockdown protocol, you'd have to get that note. You remember? And say yeah. like, hey, I'm eligible to work. I'm, I have to like, I have, whatever, for whatever reason. And uh, just like, I, the thing I miss about that time is the highways. Oh, it was great. The DFW area is the worst. I know Austin's bad too, but like the traffic... Going maybe like 20 miles takes you probably like 45 to an hour. And I remember just being able to cruise all the way there, being in such a good mood just on the way to work. And I know like things are crumbling around in, in, the Amer in America at this time. But during that time, I was kind of living the best life. Like Dude, it, yeah. I was uh, what they referred to as an essential worker. Yeah, same. That's what that's the word, essential worker. So... I was doing the Lord's work. Yep. Uh and music up loud, hey, windows down. Shout out to all these central workers out there. Yeah. We whatever you are. We did it. We did it. We pulled America through. We did. We put um put <laughs> put America on our backs. Actually, yeah. Um I it, it there was like this weird sense of like camaraderie amongst people that were still working during yeah. that time. Yeah. Um it felt like you were on the inside of something like with a with a new level of pride. Yeah, you were allowed to like go to work, <laughs> which I mean, people were like, kind of just you know, you'd show up. I remember I would like be going. Everything was so much easier to get to. I mean, I know obviously like the vaccine. Dude, I could make coming. it to uh, the office in Dallas in like thirty eight minutes from here. People were nice. Was remarkable. Yeah, people were nicer too. I remember like, and you know, everyone would have the six feet social distancing and then people would shit on that word social distancing all that kind of stuff and that was fun dude luke combs dropped that song six six feet away or whatever yeah. six feet yeah well i'm glad that we still kept that one up like that's one thing that's carried over 
from uh, from COVID. Like people still are far away from each other. Why did they not ever do that? I don't like know. When people are breathing down your neck yeah. in, the, in the line at the grocery oh, store. They, they don't Why was do, that ever a thing? They don't. They don't do that to y'all. No, anymore? I don't. I don't no. get that anymore. Like oh. if someone's too close to me, I'm like, what are we, What are you doing? Get back. Come on. A couple, like randomly. Y'all know how um, in the DFW area and obviously in some of the bigger cities, people wear masks and um, yeah, all of like the guidelines were like strictly enforced. Yeah. Well, I was in Ruston, Louisiana when this all broke out. Oh, which they is didn't a give a small fuck. town. God's country. I also <laughs> was working at Shriners Hospital in Shreveport. So at the hospital, you would wear a mask and stuff like that. But then for about... I had to take summer classes, so I stayed in Ruston, and I had to go, like, I was, like, doing school online. Well, I went to the beach for, like, two weeks and just was going to, we were all, like, my roommate's family was like, why don't y'all just come to the beach and do online school? And we were like, okay. So we are, like, crossing the Louisiana state line, and we pull into, like, a place somewhere in Mississippi. Not a mask in sight. Yeah. We're like, okay, maybe it's just because it's a small town. Like, people in Alabama, Florida, especially, like, down on the yep. coast, nothing was, like, closed no. or masked. And it was just, like, crazy. A lot of them died. Dude. A lot of those areas, a, yeah. a lot of people, like, at first, obviously, high-populated areas. New York was getting hit hard. New York City. I remember the, the like, mobile morgues they were. Like, oh, dude. That was really, that was sad. Just put them in trailers. Yeah. yeah. What I was going to say is this. So let's let's back up a little bit. So third I feel like March was the it was the month that COVID really like you know made its it it launched its single, right? It came onto the scene, people knew who it was a household name. But let's back up to January. What I noticed and I noticed this before and also in December when I'd listen to radio and some commercials on TV, there was a shit ton of eye doctor commercials, like optometrist vision commercials saying like, make 2020 the year that you have 2020. <laughs> Dude, like vision 2020 and 2020. And I was like, damn, they're going to be in their bag this year. They're going to, that's like, if you're a marketing team and you're like wanting to bring on a new client, just go after the optometrist. It's going to be a like a layup all Absolutely. year long. All year long, it's going to be a layup. And then March 30th hit, or March hit. And people were like, this is unprecedented times. Uh, and they had to change their whole strategy. Like, it just yeah. seemed like, and I was like, damn, I'm going to be hearing a lot these of these. Unprecedented yeah. times. We understand your needs. Yeah. <laughs> we're hurting too. And I just remember, and then so like, I, I felt like in 2020, like advertising companies and stuff like that were going to have an easy time. They're just going to be like, you know. It was it, a built-in slogan. It was. Yeah. It was a built-in slogan for a lot of different industries. But I was hearing a lot of vision stuff. And I was like, maybe, should I get LASIK? I feel I have bad vision. I'm like, this is the year. Maybe 2020 is the year to get LASIK. And yeah, then, very symbolic and yeah, meaningful. Yeah. yeah, and then maybe JT had to come back with his 2020 album. Like, you know, people were, were going to start listening. No, we, everybody, everything changed. And then, pe yeah, unprecedented times, dude. Uh, I we're you, in this together. Yeah, I mean, you had those companies. You also had uh, companies like one I used to work for that. I mean, because all the different packages that were being delivered from the government and, you know, financially with, you know, companies uh -huh. and um, basically the number of employees you have, like, affected a yeah. lot, right? Well, if your business is pretty much, like, dropped by 90% all of a sudden, mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. uh, and you're in a sales driven organization that's like outside sales, like yeah, they just started. I mean, basically, a lot of places were clearing house. Yeah, I had ended up in Fort Worth for the weekend because I was, you know, sick and whatnot. Um, but my iPad was in Austin, Ooh. and I was like, I'm not fucking driving back to get it for work and probably come would back. have taken you an hour dude and they they fucking we hashed it out and it started it went to a legal basis um just about and then they ended up giving me like um like i could uh resign without mm-hmm. getting fired or quitting a certain way um so that didn't completely fuck me or show that i got fired gotcha um but that was the second time i had gotten in january when I came back from Nashville, uh-huh. uh, right after Christmas, I got super sick. And, like, everybody that I wrote songs with had also gotten Getting it. real sick. And then uh, when it happened in March, uh, also here, when they did the lockdown, they opened the stockyards for, like, two weeks in the middle of that. Oh, yeah. some of the city. Yeah. And so all these big singers were all... And for or we we're all sharing microphones and stuff. Yeah, I, and we all got it. I remember the stockyards was kind of like the last stronghold for people because a lot everybody else like I live over. I used to live over at this time over in like in the arts, like the museum district. Um, uh, they all shut down like right off the bat. They weren't fucking around. Uh, and then kind of more downtown, more uptown, like the Seventh Street area, they shut down. The stockyards like. They tried so hard to hold on to that, right? Uh, what I wanted to talk about, though, is do you remember right at the beginning, like, when this was all happening, you would hear, like, when I heard the social distancing stuff, it wasn't, like, something I heard from the CDC. It wasn't. I just heard it from Facebook and people complaining about it or whatever. But then it was the same people that were just hoarding up on toilet paper. Yeah, I'd be in the line. At, well, I remember this happening. I was in a line at Walmart, and someone saying that to me. Um, and it didn't even register. I was like, what the fuck are you, what are you talking about? Did they have a bunch of toilet paper as well? I imagine in their cart, it was packed full of shit. So they were definitely getting ready for something. They were, people were stocking up. And I remember, uh, that was, that makes it worse for everybody else. Obviously like just get what you need and you know, everything else will work itself out. My parents had to mail me toilet paper Yeah, because we couldn't. Yeah. Find any. Right. And uh, there was a time like... Not enough leaves out in Ruston. No. 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 Used baby wipes a lot, yeah. too. It was time... Yeah. Dude, that, and then I remember the baby food shortage. Oh, um, my gosh. Yeah. There's been all kinds of, this, you know, the supply yeah. chain. So, I guess that's where people's minds are at. It's like... It makes it worse, though. It speeds it up. It's yeah. like if uh, we you you know you're going to go into a recession... What happens a lot is people pull their monies out of the ba- money out of the bank, and when that happens, and a lot of people pull their money out of the bank, that's what's like basically just speeds up the process. Speaking of banks, do you see the Silicon Bank just went under? I I actually saw something on my phone about that. Dude, yeah, people lost millions. There's a lot of uh, startup companies that are through that be washed out. Yeah, that sucks. It's crazy. Sorry, heard heard the word bank and it. Yeah. Reminded me of that. I mean, we're in some weird times still. We're some. We're in some precedent, unprecedented times right now. When <laughs> but but like, I, what, what went through your mind when when 
So I, I heard hearsay, kind of what you're talking about. Yeah. And then I saw stuff on the news and it started becoming a little bit more formalized. Like you see something on Twitter, you want to get it verified. Right. Right. Blue check mark. What was it? Like, I know exactly where I was and what I was doing when that announcement came that uh-huh. we're going into lockdown quarantine. Mm-hmm. Like, do not leave your house. It was when schools started getting shut down. And like, it, and I know we're here in Texas and we talk about weather and we shut the schools down for the smallest amount of incidents that happened. But like when it wasn't weather related and people were like lock, getting locked down because of that or not locked down, but you know, they were canceling school and then they were going to do it all from home. That was, I'm, I'm telling you, when Tom Hanks got it, I don't know what that man has. I don't know what's going on with him. But when Tom Hanks was like the one who got COVID, it was like, okay, this shit's serious now. Yeah. We got to preserve. I don't know why. I mean, like that was the, that was the moment in my head. And like I said, Peyton Manning got it like the same day or the day after or the day before. I mean, when you knew it was back to just you and Wilson, like, yeah. you know, this is survivor mode. Yeah. Uh, this is castaway level. Yep. Um, yeah, you weren't cutting your hair. So, yeah, Wilson. Um, yeah, it was the time, right around the same time, like, people weren't able to give, give themselves, they had to get their own haircuts. Did you give, I mean, you give your own self haircuts anyway, right? Yeah, we, we give uh, we give the buzz cut around here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, it I, takes a lot of work, a lot of finesse. Uh, no, it takes two seconds with uh, some, some clippers. I had a, uh, I went on like a little fishing trip. And by the way, I got a lot of shit for going on that fishing trip, which is stupid. I got crap for going to the beach too. Yeah, and it Even was I didn't see anybody. Yeah, exactly. I was on a. I was with me, and honestly, I think it was two or three other people, and it, we were all like, weren't, you know, we didn't have COVID, hadn't had it, any of that kind of stuff, uh, and we were in a cabin by ourselves the whole weekend. But anyway, one of the guys brought clippers, and he gave me a haircut because I needed one. I was just like it, uh, I. Mine hair like froze up a little bit on the side if it does it, and I, I I hate it. So I had him give me a haircut, uh, and it's probably the best haircut I've ever gotten. And so I just <laughs> he needs to switch. Uh, and yeah, shout out to all the barbers and beauty beauty salons during that time. You guys weren't able to like keep your clientele. You remember all that? I was like, how are they doing yeah. this? And I knew like people was like maybe some bootleg haircuts here and there, and they were that's how they were staying open. Oh yeah, definitely that was going on. It was like you get the plug. Yeah, you get the plug. You to had to find there. it, and yeah, I guess I like didn't really know that many people who cut hair or my kind of hair. All right, so let's switch gears for a second. Um, well, who we we were having a guest on in just a second, right? We're having a phone call. Yeah, Keon. Uh, Keon Blue or Keon Boone. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, he. Uh, so he's out of Jacksonville, Florida. Um, he is uh he's on TikTok, he's uh-huh. on Instagram. Um it's at dot K I J A N B O O N E. Uh if you're on TikTok, check him out. Um he's got over seventeen thousand followers. Um yeah. he's a rapper and he's a Christian rapper. Yeah. Um so uh man, he was he was writing, working on a song live on TikTok Live the other night, uh-huh. and I had seen it, and yeah, I, of course me, I'm trying to throw in a couple lines here and there, or like throw in a, a rhyme I was yeah. like thinking of, but it's, it was so cool that he was doing this, and it's not the first time I've seen somebody do this on TikTok Live. Well, like you get a certain word or whatever. Well, like he's, he's well, he's just writing. He's, okay. he's just got it live That's while cool. he's workshopping and working on a song and he's going back and he's, you know, 
basically dubbing a line in. Yeah. He's got the beat going. Um, Is he his own producer? And I guess I'll we're going to find out. Yeah, I was about to say, but, I can uh, just ask I'll tell you what, I was impressed. Um, he was somebody that I, I, I would write with. Like, he was quick um, yeah. and he's creative. Um, really don't know much about him. Uh, so we want to kind of start doing some of these discoveries here. Uh, so we're going to give him a call. Yeah. And uh, we're going to learn a little bit about him Let's and uh, what he's got going on in, in Jacksonville, Florida. I'm excited. You know how I like rap. Um, I only know one other Christian rapper. That's Lecrae, right? Lecrae, everybody knows Lecrae. Yeah. Hello? Hey, Keon, is that you? Yes, sir. Oh, what's up, buddy? This is Kellen and Tommy. This is a Post Hump Day podcast. How you doing today, man? Yes, sir. I'm doing good. How are you guys? Good. Uh, so I know that you guys linked up on a live. You were doing some writing. Is that right? You were on a TikTok. Yeah, I was doing. A, um, I make music on, like on TikTok, like on my um, live and stuff. That's tough. I like record on, do live, you, on live. Do you produce your own music when you do that, or do you have like how do you how does that process work for you? So like, um, I like as far as the the whole producing side i don't do the producing like i have producers that send me beats and stuff like that right and i have like a um engineer that like cooks up my like my vocals and stuff after yeah after the whole thing is done but what i do is basically i have a preset on my um on my side like i record i do all my recording on my own and i can mix as well but i rather like send it to an engineer like after i make the song so he can like clean it up yeah but yeah i just do i do all the recording on my own and like the engineering and stuff do you uh, uh, oh go ahead sorry Oh, no, no, I was finished. Yeah, yeah. Do you, uh, do you like have to buy those beats or anything? Like, I know there's websites out there that like you throw like five bo- five dollars here, ten dollars there, and then you own it. Or is it some like just some of the homies that you just like honestly just send them to you? Yeah, I have a couple homies that you know that just send them to me because they like people. People will, it'll be certain people that that'll be out there looking at your content and then want to like get their name out or just want to just work with different people just to get their you know their um varieties like more whatever i'm like whatever you know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah yeah but, yeah definitely um, <laughs> getting like a more variety but um yeah i just i met a lot of people while making music so some of them i don't know they just send them to my email but i have like a couple in in-house like people that i know that just send them to me for free so i just kind of like choose them choose out of the selection i have collection i have that's sick there you go i tell you what um so kellen and i both um have have been involved in playing music, uh, playing shows and writing and getting in the studio. Uh, one mm-hmm. thing that impressed me was, um, I know I was throwing a couple words and dropping a couple lines that was coming to my mind while you were writing on there, um, how quick you were, and really the, the realness, um, the lyrics that you come up with, taking modern day stuff, um, but, you know, you are a Christian um, and, and you're a rapper. Um, what is that like, uh, being in Jacksonville, Florida, um, based on the way that you write, it is clever, it's smart, uh, it's punchy. Like I could listen to it driving down the road outside of church. Um, (laughs) and so what is that like? Uh, just, you know, if you can kind of walk us through what that looks like for you. Like, like making music or Christian music while living in Jacksonville. Exactly. So. Um, originally, like, I, I mean, I've been making music for a couple years, but originally, um, I started out with the secular music, but I always been 
I always been with God and, you know, been in the, grew up in the church, this and that. But it's just as life went on, I kind of, I was kind of hanging out. I got myself with the wrong people and the wrong crowd. So I kind of like steered away from God for a little bit. So like, as I, as I, as I knew, I still knew him. I was just making, I was still making that secular music. So it just like, but I, or I had the thought in my head of like still um, making music for the Lord. So I was just like, dang, like, when am I going to do it? I guess it was just um, me like wanting to put that or, or get, what's, what's the word? What's the word I'm trying to, what's, or just be like more comfortable with it, I guess. Like, yeah. Cause some, some people are scared to like talk about God. Right. But basically, basically um, I had it on my mind for a while to make, to make that tough music. So one day, you know, I was just in my word and just going to church a lot. And then, like, he laid it on my heart to just say, just do it. Like, so I started making the music while being in Jacksonville. It's kind of uh, a little different because there's, like, no one out here is doing that. And uh, everybody's doing the literal opposite of that, making making music, like, basically hating on him, technically. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I mean, and so Kellen and I, we both lived or grew up, you know, around the Bible Belt. Um, right. And... You know, so I was trying to think, you know, being being where you're at, uh, if that's pretty tough sometimes. I know there's kind of that, that scene, uh, but I didn't know how big it was uh, where you're at. My thing oh, yeah, is, it's, not, it's not big at all. Yeah, I was going to say, my thing is, is like, there's not a lot of like Christian rap venues or whatever. A lot of the people you'd be with was were people that would be like making trap music or, you know, all that kind of stuff. Right. Like, are you opening or, you know, being featured with other people that are also christian rappers or more secular stuff like how's the how's the scene down in jacksonville or do you tour to where you can you know get with people that are similar to you or is it more just like you know you've got some friends that rap but it might be more secular stuff like what does the scene look so, like for you so i have a um I'm, i moved to atlanta for for like a couple of years too there so i go. got a couple of um, homies up there too but yeah like I, I made music with them and stuff and it just uh like with the with the secular, but I stopped. At, when I stopped, I just uh, I had to like stop making, you know, just stop being uh, featured on their songs. I had to let them know, and they and like my friends respected and stuff. But I'm usually like a, a type of person that doesn't do features anyways, mm -hmm. unless like you know, unless unless it's, it's, it's worth it, and and I feel and like I feel good doing it. But um, like in the in as far as in Jacksonville, I have made one song with this. Uh, there is like one guy that I know out here like one of my homeboys his name drew yeah and like he makes uh christian rap so like i've hopped on the song with him before and that kind of like made that that was like one of the things that like steered me away from secular music too because like i was still making secular music when i made the feature with him but like when he told me he was just like hey yo man just i just want you to be true to yourself just, just don't no curse words and stuff like that so yeah. it, it wasn't it wasn't really a challenge for me but like just doing it like kind of kind of making a whole song without saying a cuss word or saying any of those yeah. stuff was was kind of hard, so like just doing tricky. it just made me not. Yeah, it made me not want to cuss anymore. It made me not want to do this anymore. So that just kind of like that was one of the things that started my journey with it. But as far as the scene being out here with with just Christian rappers and Christian artists, um, is is very is very limited, very few. So it's like, and I haven't even performed yet or anything. I, I've been offered like a lot of shows and stuff. I just I yeah. just didn't feel right doing getting it the ball rolling. Other, yeah, but yeah. I tell you what, I mean, you've got over seventeen thousand followers on TikTok. Um, yeah, I, I recently just yeah, <laughs> doing something right. So I know you you just dropped a single too. Is that right? Yes, sir. And uh, where where can the where can the people find that? They can find it everywhere, every every platform. So That's right. YouTube, Apple, yeah, everywhere. Let me. Ask, I want to ask a question real quick. I'm sorry. 
Um, so, okay. I know, I know like one or two other Christian rappers. That's about, it. I know Lecrae, like that's everybody that everybody knows him. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then I know that he's a little bit more controversial. Uh, he might've been just doing it for the clout, but Kanye came out with a Christian album here and there. Right. And he had, yeah. yeah. And he had, uh, out when you're saying, Hey, you can, you know, feature on my song, like no cuss words, that kind of stuff. It makes me think of when Pusha T came onto Kanye's album. Do you remember that song? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have like a lot of, or when you're doing that, like, I feel like, first of all, Pusha T, like, he's, he's known for like throwing in some cuss, like, he, he, he's, that's not his element. You know what I mean? Right. So <laughs> when you say be real to yourself, Pusha T, I feel like he went back to the drawing board a little bit and was able to come up with, like, he's, that's one of my favorite verses that he's ever come out with. So do you think that this has pushed you creative, to, creatively to a sense where, you know, you can fall back on like, just cussing and using different, like, you know, being derogatory during women and all that kind of stuff. Has it pushed you creatively as well to where it's fulfilled you, you know, as an artist, but also as a Christian in a sense? Oh yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Um, just, just speaking on things and the way I speak in the music, it just, it, cause that, that was my, that was one of my main um, points in life too. If I'm living a certain way, if I, if I know I'm walking with God and I'm living a certain way, I can't just make, music not talk about it because it's, it's gonna like a whole lie and it, uh-huh. it is gonna be a lie and that's basically and it also says that in the bible you basically can't you know like you can't fake it or if you or you claim to know his word and you just go out and and go out and just not practice it it's basically like you looking in the mirror and just not forgetting what, what you look like basically so that's that, i kind of put that whole thought in my head and just like it's like while making the music it does help my the way i'm uh um move in life yeah the way i make my um my music from now on, yeah, my creative process is way different now. So I just can talk about more things in a, in a more uh, like different way, in a more creative way, instead of just because cuss words and all that stuff is just filler words. Like yeah. if you don't have anything to say, you just throw a cuss word in there. So yeah, like, that's right. All that stuff, and it doesn't have meaning to it. So yeah, it it definitely does help me with my life and the way I, you know, perceive. treat and speak about women. Yeah, perceive it all that. When Everything. When you have, so here's my, this is kind of more of a little bit of a joke question, but kind of, you know, in rap, there's a lot of ad libs, right? Like you got some, right. some filler words in, in a sense. Is there some like Christian ad lib words you got thrown in here and there? Like, or is it, you, <laughs> do you throw ad libs in your, in your verses at all? Yeah, definitely. But when I throw ad libs, it don't, it don't be anything crazy or anything. I, yeah. I, I usually like say, yeah, or like just, yeah, just make some type of sounds or like, just, you know. Or, there you go. Just to have some, yeah, yeah some some filler things in the back. I got you. I got you. I just wonder. There you go. Um, well, I tell you what, you're definitely doing things right. Um, again, I was just scrolling on TikTok the other night, uh, through lives. And I see a lot of people that are, are, you know, starting to do what, what, uh, where they're, they're writing and it's live and you see that. Um, but a lot of times it's like mumble rap or it's, you know, like right. these guys that are freestyling and you're like, all right, I know you're not really freestyling half of that. Um, what came yeah. out, <laughs> what came out the most, um, was dude, you were just kind of stepping up to the plate and you would take a couple of takes on it and you knew you, you had something better. Right. Um, yeah, right. So you could tell you've been, you've been at this for quite a while. Um, so we definitely want to introduce, uh, our base to you. We're not a Christian podcast per se. Um, We kind of cover all demographics and all different things. Uh, So I thought it would be kind of great to have you on here 
because uh, that's kind of what it looks like these days, uh, especially in the, in the Christian music industry. I know a few artists, um, and I know it, it can be even more challenging than the music business already is. Um, yeah. So I definitely uh, hope to see you at some shows. Um, yeah, I know you said you've got some stuff in the works. Um, overall, if you could pick one song for the people to go listen to, what song would that be? Of of mine, yeah. I have, I, I'm not gonna lie. I have one song out. I have, that's my first song out. It's, it's, I literally just dropped it yesterday. Like, oh, nice. oh it's uh, fresh, or, fresh. Okay. Friday. Yeah, like I just um, started putting my Christian music out. I have a lot of them, but they're all unreleased. That's nice. So I, um, Do you want to? Yeah. S- so I, I I haven't dropped the songs for like for like a, over a year, and I was basically just doing a lot of thinking and stuff. So I I really I recently just deleted all my secular music and just dropped my first. You know. There you go. Christian. Are you cool with this? Right. Are you cool with this? Uh, like maybe after the phone call, throwing on like thirty seconds of the the oh, yeah. song. All right, sure. cool. We'll sure. just play it, play it for him, and we'll just get some like reactions of how we think about it, that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, sir. Awesome. So, uh, Kijon Boone, he's from ATL now, but you know Jacksonville, growing up, got the Christian Southern vibe going for him. We like that, right? Absolutely. Um, where can we find you? Well, I know you said everywhere, but what? Throw out your uh, Instagram handle. My Instagram, all of my social media is just Keon Boone. Like you just type in my name, Keon Boone. But my TikTok, um, is, is it got a period before my name, period, and then Keon Boone, K I J A N B O O N E. So it's, it's basically that on all platforms. Period. We love it, man. Uh, we're super excited sure. for you. And uh, I tell you what, let's keep in touch. We'll have you back sometime. Yes, sir. Most definitely. I most definitely want to come out there sometime. You, you guys are located in Texas. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, if you come out here, get let us know. We'll come out. We'll come watch your show. We would love to come watch. Most definitely. Fort Worth, Texas, DFW area, so Dallas, Fort Worth. Okay. Yeah. My my granddad lives in Texas. Well, there you go. Yes, sir. We'll be cracking it up with uh, granddaddy. We'll just we'll we'll come watch. (laughs) Keon, we appreciate it. Yeah. Talk to you later, man. Appreciate it. You too. There we go. There we have it. When we come back, we're going to play a song of his. Tommy over here saying period, making me about to crack up. <laughs> um, period. I'm I excited. I'm a, I haven't, I didn't want to listen to his music before we did this because I wanted to, I did want to listen to his music on, on the air. So no, I like that he's got a period in his. Yeah, in his I know. Music. But how you said it was so <laughs> fucking period. funny. <laughs> All right. We'll come back. We'll listen to his music. And then uh, I think B might have something for us. So we'll see. Welcome back. Uh, we just got off the phone with uh, Keon Boone. He's a Christian rapper. He's you know from Jacksonville, but he he just uh, relocated to ATL. I want to hear his song. I, like I said, I didn't want to listen to it prior because I didn't want to be swayed or any of that kind of stuff. Which whatever. But hey, play it for us real quick. Yeah. Um, What's by it the called? way, I kept saying Jacksonville. I, I his it's area okay. code was was Georgia, and I asked him he was from Georgia, and I think he said Jacksonville. Period. Um. So. Uh, being in the yeah. ATL, bumping this in the ATL mm-hmm. um, through the bluff, that would be interesting. Here we go. This is Keon Boone. This is Shackles. Yeah. 
cycles is broken, no holding me down. Had to humble myself, I was getting too proud. Really thought I was lit with a couple of thousand. Money used to be something, I don't care about it now. Ain't the type to be fake, I won't hang with the crowd. I got God with me, yeah, I don't need no one now. And I ain't scared to die, cause I know I'm his child. Gonna be lit up in heaven, I swear it's no doubt. We gon' rock out in heaven, just like we a band. I need brothers in Christ, I don't care about no friends. Put my faith in the Lord, I feel like Abraham. And I took all my plans, put them in his hands. Had a dream in the clouds, I ain't wanna land. I really feel like I was close to him, I do the most for him. Just like Noah, I might build a boat for him. I'm like G.O.D., please say my spirit, I can't even end up in hell. All my life, it just seemed like I really was ducking and dodging. He showed me a way to prevail. All them people that was in my life and they said that they love me, I'm sorry, but I couldn't tell. And I had to just cut all my people, cause I remember it was just me and like nobody else. Now I'm not going nowhere, but straight to the top. For stay on the gas, I never can stop. I remember all them days, them people wouldn't do nothing but pray that I would just flop. Now they steady be asking me when I'ma drop. Even though I stay working, I don't punch the clock. I've been busy doing great, the devil, he always be lurking, so I gotta watch. Shackles is broken, no holding me down. Had to humble myself, I was getting too proud. Really thought I was lit with a couple of thousand. Money used to be something, I don't care about it now. Ain't the type to be fake, I won't hang with it. Cause I'm in That's good, I like it. Um, I heard some, I heard Gwen Stefani, no doubt. Uh, I know that that's a saying, but no doubt. Then he talks about the band. He had some wordplay in there a little bit. I like it. Um, yeah, I'm, it's I'm a, clever. He's got the ATL trap feel. He's got him. the trap feel. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I was joking about rolling through the bluff, listening to that. But I tell you what, like, no, you could play that just about anywhere. Yeah. Um, obviously, lyrically, it's driven yeah. uh, in a certain direction. But um, he's got some uh, swagger to him. There's a, he said, like, the boat, uh, I'd build a boat for him, like a, a Noah rest, not Noah. Uh, is it Noah? Yeah. Noah reference in there. Am I wrong? Noah's Ark. Noah's Ark. Yeah, there was a little. Yeah, he's got some biblical references in there. I like it a lot. He and it's not like too in your face where it'll turn people off. Does that make sense, dude? I will tell you what, like, um, I wanted to keep like listening. Yeah, at more than just a few seconds. Me too. Because it's like, all right, what's he gonna say next? Yeah, he's got that thing about him. He'll he'll he's he knows how to structure these cadences uh-huh. into that that music very well. Yeah, and uh, I like this shackle like imagery to it, and just like ripping shackles off, having a new life. Like he was, it felt like he was talking about money in it, and talking about how he was like uh, almost shackled by the thought of going after money all the time. And he said like it doesn't mean anything to me anymore. And having to cut people off, cut yeah. people out of your life uh, to yeah. get on the going the direction you want to go. And he he mentioned that to us. Yeah, um, sounds like he he kind of had to circle back on who he really is, and he's found that again. So um, excited for him. I mean, yeah. I, you, you, dropping a first single um, is a big deal. Hell yeah. Um, Sorry for saying hell. <laughs> a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of good vibes. Yeah. Uh, we send him. We, yeah, w- w- I think you're going to be very successful. I mean, if you – my thing is, do you remember back in the day when Panic at the Disco had no – it didn't have a – didn't go on tour yet, hadn't done anything, and they were like one of the biggest bands yeah. on MySpace. Yeah, that's wild. And you're like, how is this possible? How are they, like they had come up with music. So that's kind of the what I'm getting at. He has, you know, a lot of followers, close to 17,000. Yeah, he's got almost 18,000 yeah. followers. Um, and he only he just dropped his first single like yesterday. He's building it right. Yeah, he's building it right. Um, so that's like really impressive first of all, but I mean And dude, that scene by the way, the, the certain Certain scenes of the Christian music. I knew a few people that are very successful. Yeah, doing that now. It, the margins on that 
even slimmer uh, than commercial music. Sure. Um, but I think he's kind of been doing it all along, which is cool. Here's the last thing I want to say about it, and then I'm excited to get into what B has to say, unless you got something. No, we're good. My thing about um, when people tag Christianity onto something, especially down here, um, it's almost like a way to boost their sales. And I know that there's, like you said, it's a slimmer market margin, but you'll have that. Now, talking about that in rap music, that is a different thing all completely. That's almost like you have to stand on your own in order to do that. Like down here, if you're like a country Christian artist, like that almost goes hand in hand. And it's like, oh, okay, well, like you're, you're, you've got Christian values, I'll buy your CD. If you're uh, in the rap game, like I, like I, I said earlier, I only know one real like Christian rap artist, right? And like it's, he's got some songs that people listen to and they might not even know he's a Christian artist. In order to like do that and be successful in rap and trap music is a lot harder to do. And so I like really, yeah, I'm really excited for him and think he's going to do well. Yeah. You, you just want to pull for him a little bit extra. Uh, yeah. Cause you know, you know, it's a, uh, takes a lot of dedication, a lot of hustle, Nipsey hustle style, uh-huh. uh, just to even make it, yeah, you love Nipsey Hussle now. I I'm a big Nipsey Hussle yeah. stand. Yeah, I have been for for years. Um, oh, okay. But but you know you go through these phases throwing <laughs> yeah. songs on yeah. in the truck or whatever. Lately, it's been a lot of Nipsey. Um, so that was we were that was a feature artist yeah, we're doing a little discovery. We are also at the end of the the month we'll do. Uh, I, I'm going to challenge you for this month. Okay, I've noticed the last couple months that we've been doing like artists. We've been doing uh, men. Now, it is Women Appro- uh, Appreciation Month. I think that both of us should pick two okay. women, like artists, even if it's a band, whoever. I think we should pick two women. So it's going to... I got a heart like a truck. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay, never mind. Fuck women this month. We're not going to do it. I changed my mind. No, I we're going to do it. I Lainey, think we- I'll be calling. Let's get Lainey Wilson on the podcast. Yeah. Do you got something lined up for us? Or do we want to? Well, can we take a break so I can punch Tommy in the face oh really fast? And yeah. then, um, we'll we'll do this. Why? We'll I'm ma- just kidding. I'm I ready. think she thinks every time I'm on TikTok and that song comes on. I literally, you always have your AirPods in. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, uh, see. You okay, can't okay. Hear you. What we'll do is we'll do, uh, it is St. Patty's Day coming up. Let's get into, you're wearing your green. <laughs> I'm I'm not. Pinch me. Let's go, stars. <laughs> Kiss me, I'm Irish. I hate that shirt. Let's <laughs> talk about that. it. Let's talk about it. So St. Patty's Day, um, one of my people's holidays. Okay, I'm Irish. We love the whiskey. Um, this is our month, or this is our, not month, sorry. <laughs> this is our holiday, okay? This is just for us for one the, day. The Jameson's really fucking you up, huh? Yeah, it is. <laughs> I actually did have some whiskey yesterday, and uh, just to prepare for what's coming up. Ooh. And uh, man... I'm excited because uh, you said you had a, a St. Patty's Day story that you want to tell. Yeah, you're also drinking a green drink over there. You're really ready. Uh, are you? Are you? You're Irish. Yeah, I got some Irish. Um, I don't really know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, to be determined. Yeah, you want me to tell that story now? Yeah, if you want. Okay. Well, uh, St. Patrick's Day. This was, uh, I think it was 2013. Okay. 2012, 2013. Somewhere in that time period of my life. So you would have been like graduating college. Yeah. I was on a whole nother mission in life uh-huh. at that point. Uh, I was, yeah, I wasn't doing so hot, um, but I was getting tanked. 
And I was, this is, I had relapsed. I was working in the stockyards and then St. Patrick's rolls around and the stockyards is already like a party hub. Yeah. Uh, the North side. And, um, I'd been drinking all day at work. And then after work, we went out to the bar, uh, walked. So I didn't have to drive all day or do anything other than <laughs> work. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so I get just blackout, um, and somewhere along somewhere along the way there was a uh, a bachelorette party oh yeah that was going on and i guess apparently apparently <laughs> apparently i had started a tab for this bachelorette party you idiot <laughs> you idiot like who know I, you know i was fucked up if i did that yeah. um cuz usually i wasn't wasn't too keen on throwing money around uh, for people I didn't know. And so, yeah, dude, it was so bad. That I was so drunk um, that at the end of the night, the dude, I, I didn't even get my card back. Yeah, that's the worst. So they had it at the bar still. Um, and then <laughs> I, uh, I'm not proud to admit it, but I had a, uh, I had wound up at a fire station later on that night. <laughs> um, I guess somewhere on the north side. I don't know what fire station I was at. Um, but I woke up. I woke up. The sun was, was coming up. Birds are chirping. And it was, it was uh, you know, it can be a little warm on this time of year. Uh-huh. But it was a little extra warm. Um, I had... I had shitted myself. Oh. And my truck passed out um, and woke up to that. And you're in a fire I was at station? a fire station. Yeah. They just, <laughs> did, they, did they clean you up? <laughs> did, you, did you get Dude, cleaned up? Imagine waking up at a fire station and you shit your pants. God. And you have no money. And, so you yeah. don't know where you, that, that's, that's, that's a rough place to be in life. Yeah. Say, for me, uh, St. Patty's Day is more about luck, <laughs> about being fortunate, about being lucky. That does not sound fortunate or like anything that I want to be a part of. I don't think over. I wore green that year. They, Yeah, that will do it. You have to wear green or else. Uh, if someone they, to this day, if someone asked me if I ever shit my pants, like that's the time. I Yeah. Yeah, I, I did. I don't remember the last time. we. Me and my friends have this thing where uh, you get to – shit yourself or shart once <laughs> once a year if you do over more than once a year then like then there's a problem but you're allowed one like it's almost like a punch card situation where you can hand in your one and a lot of times i hand mine in pretty early it's usually like the day after new year's and i'm like no i don't know it just happens but um for saint patty's day for me there's the i do like the holiday but and i do like you know green's one of my favorite colors i don't like the kiss me on Irish shirts I don't like, you know, I don't like the, there's a lot of keep calm and chive on shirts that keep, or, you know, that are still out there. Chive has, has not been a thing from in my life for like 10, 15 years. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, you, you see a lot of those shirts and, you know, the, or kiss me, I'm Irish, kiss me, I'm not Irish. Or We really get that you don't like that saying at all. I don't. That's a, that's a really, really. Where did it come from? Do you strikes know? Strikes a nerve with you. Well, it's just, I think it's a, 
uh, I don't like shirts that have like a lot of yeah, it's the like, sarcasm shirts, and it's not a sarcastic shirt, but like those shirts that are the like statement shirts. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't like statement shirts, and that's a statement shirt. It's got to be it's yeah. So they just don't sit right with me, and and for it, for a lot of reasons. But then like to wear those at a bar. You think that people are just going to come flocking to It's kind of like the I'm with stupid with the arrow shirt or like, you yeah. know, all those types of shirts. Yeah, yeah I, I totally get it. But uh, it, to me, the, the people that wear those shirts are the ones that twirl their mustaches, like maybe take a picture with their eyebrow up a certain way. Yeah. Um, I have exactly. already told the St. Patty's Day story. I don't think people knew what it was. It was the story about we were at a strip club in New Orleans and uh, – we were, it was the divorce. The, yeah. It was the guy who got beat on stage at the strip club. Yeah, that was wild. The guy that we went with, I was telling you, he was an old guy. He was painted, his whole body was painted green, and he was wearing like a loincloth. And this is like a 75-year-old man. And he didn't say a word to us all night. For whatever reason, when we were, uh, like, we just matched energies. Yeah. And he just, like, we just hung out with him. And we didn't say a word to each other. Me and my friend were talking the whole night, but we would just, like, it was like he spoke Spanish and we spoke English and neither of us knew even how to say hola in Spanish. Yeah, and it was we like just, that homeless guy I brought to a party yeah. when I was fucked up. And it was just like, <laughs> yeah. we were just like, hey, do you want a drink? Like, he, we, and he would just nod. <laughs> and it was just like he knew, but that same night, I would, this is the same night, we lost pass with that guy, right? We're out on our own and we, we run into a crew of like five guys that are local from there and they're wanting us to take them like hey we should go to the this party we should go here and me and my friend are just hammered at this point it's saint patty's day in new orleans like it's that's it's written on the wall that's what's going to happen well we can't like all these places that we're going to these they're not letting these people in and so that should have been the first flag in my mind like okay maybe these guys are not solid guys they're like okay we got one other place we should go to like let's go over here and we end up like on a side street, not on Bourbon Street. And there's no cars or there's no clubs, no anything. And they pull a knife out. Oh, God. And they're like, let's fuck these dudes up. <laughs> and me and my friend, like, we had already just seen some lady or some guy get his ass beat on a strip club. We had seen a guy in green. We saw somebody else like get carried around or carted around, escorted with a chain on his neck. Like, we're, we're already, like, not believing yeah, what's you, happening. you can see a lot in yeah. New Orleans. So, right? like, I have a knife, like, to my throat. And me and my friend just start laughing, like, in these dudes' faces. Like, we're just like, this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like, this good, is what's happening. It's a good call, yeah. And we just start laughing, like, hysterically. And they, I think that because we started laughing hysterically, they're like, some, it's basically like shitting your pants. Like, people don't know how to react in that situation. All right, I'm not going to touch them now. <laughs> and they just left. They just walked away. Like, probably saved my life. Dude, yeah, that's a good defense mechanism is if you can't do much, then be crazy enough that they won't. Uh, yeah. That was always one of my MOs. So, yeah. Um, B, I know we, uh, we were going to roll into... Uh, yeah, I think she needed some time. She's been doing some uh, background. No, I was just shit. kidding. Was oh, ready. you were. Oh, yeah, she's been that. waiting on you. All right, all right. But but it's okay. We we, it's good to reminisce. Yeah, it's, it's good, good to reminisce. reminisce. My bad. So yeah, <laughs> what do you got? What do you got for us? Um, it's not as extensive as last time I That's did fine. this. Last so. time we had it, sagas, and we you know there's yeah. a lot to unpack. This is just more like something that has piqued my interest. Yeah, that's what okay. that's what I'm looking for. So I had heard about this situation happening. Um, I think it was like last week. Okay. Oh, let me see the date. Um, 
Yeah, I think it was last week. But, um, no, I guess it would be like two weeks ago. But anyway, so Tommy and I watched this documentary about uh, the, what was it, MH370? 370, the Malaysia Airlines plane. The flight that just like disappeared. Yeah. And so then that's a whole thing that we could talk about that for a whole episode. Yeah. But so there was this flight that left out of Austin going to Frankfurt, Germany. Um, uh, it was like two Wednesdays ago. It was flight 469. And nice. uh, it was flying over Tennessee yeah. at 37,000 feet. And it dropped 1,000 feet and like... 1,000? 1,000 feet. It was like in free fall. And they were all being served dinner at that time. And there's video of this happening. And people, I mean, it was like they were at their cruising altitude. Yeah. So they didn't have to wear their seatbelts. So the videos from like them falling, like people are flying like in, like y'all are sitting Mm -hmm. in your chairs, flying and their bodies are like parallel to like the ceiling. And there's like food, trays, everything going around. They made an emergency landing at the Washington Duelist International Airport. But, um, I just think it's crazy because it, I saw this a couple of days ago that the crew members were encouraging people to like, almost like forcing people to delete the footage of like the Jeez. turbulence. That's big. And it's just like, after watching the documentary about, um, the flight that disappeared and like how crazy and they cover um, shit up. Yeah. yeah that's some just police body what cam. are people vibes. doing? Like they had flight attendants that people that were waiting on their loved ones to arrive, they pulled them into like back rooms and stuff. Started pulling that. Thing. Yeah, it's crazy. So did they say why it dropped it, altitude? Yeah, and was it a nosedive or just like a, it had um, to have been, right? A thousand feet and how long? I don't know if it was nosedive. The people on the, uh, the passengers said that there was like zero gravity at one point because everything was like falling in slow so motion. So then that means they just dropped, yeah. So to do that, you have to like, I mean the camera can't see, but you have to go like, up, down, Here, up, down. I'm doing it for Thanks. you. Thanks. That's like if you go on, like you can rent a plane um, and they can give you like the no gravity experience and that's the flight pattern it does. Yeah. So I'm guessing maybe the nose did tip, but a thousand feet. Maybe they're just testing it out just to see like, hey, is this something that people would want on their flight? Will they pay extra for this? Yeah. Would they pay extra to go zero gravity? My thing is it's it was Answer, Austin no. or they departed from Austin. I'd pay a little extra. You would pay. <laughs> Whatever. So they were leaving Austin to go to Frankfurt, Germany. What if this had happened like over the Atlantic Ocean? Would they have? Would that flight have gone missing? I would tell you. I would use my one. Remember how we telling you about shit in your pants? Oh, I would yeah. have used my one <laughs> yeah. on that flight. Be a good one to use it on. Yeah. Better and I think than you'd, uh, you'd probably get reimbursed on that one. Better than parked at a fire station. My, yeah. my God. Yeah, I tell you what. The if it went over the Atlantic, which <sighs> we've 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 had to sit here and talk about which ocean is the Atlantic, which ocean is the Pacific. We yeah, now we know Pacific which one's hotter. Is the coldest. Which yeah, one's warmer? Yeah. Um, Gonna need a wetsuit. Yeah. Uh, I, I. I'm not a big. I. 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 In my old since I've gotten older, I'm not. I have it to like. I have a little of anxiety when I fly. And so if I would, and I used to not be like that. I don't do know what get, happened. Do you get uh, some Xanax prescribed for the uh, flight? Uh, I, You know what? I do. I know a lot of people that do. Yeah, I don't, but I do have, like, I'm prescribed Xanax. I don't take it, but just in case. Uh, I, I would pop in one for that. Yeah. I mean? So if that would happen to me on my flight, 
I think I'd probably never fly again, honestly. Uh, I mean, I would probably have to. Uh, Lulu likes to travel. We're going on some trips later. Like, we got to fly. Maybe San Diego's up in the future. San Francisco, maybe. You got to fly. You can't travel <laughs> to that. But there's people that just don't fly. Yeah, my favorite podcaster, um, his co-host, she's female. She refuses to fly. What? That means we're not her uh, favorite podcast. Wow. Podcasters. Crap. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> well, Word that's okay. vomit. So, yeah, they refuse to fly? Yeah. So, uh, when they tour, she'll only fly if it's, like, they're based out of New York. So, uh-huh. like, she'll fly to Seattle. But um, she hates flying. Yeah, so that, that makes touring a little difficult if you're at that level. Yeah. Um, dude, I'll tell you what. I just, just sparked my... Memory Memory. bank, um, talking about flights and crazy. Um, when we went to Vegas, dude, I'm a nicotine fiend. Anybody that knows me, oh my god, he's got two vapes sitting next to him. Well, yeah, like if one dies, like gotta have another, sure. Um, yeah, so a a jewel or a views, like there's a certain way that those types of vapes hit, right. And then the, I'm not talking about having a huge tank or anything, but just a regular vape that's like flavored or whatever. Or disposable. A disposable. It hits a little bit more, a little different than like a Views or a Jewel. I can okay? just. So. Uh, Did you also know that the pods, if your pod is open, it's not still sealed. If you take it on an airplane, it, the pressure will like fuck it up and it won't ruin it. Yeah, Anyways, I didn't, keep going. didn't know that, but uh, now we do. So if it's open, <laughs> don't fly with it, apparently. Um, so, yeah, we were going to Vegas on the flight. And I'm like, dude, I, speaking of anxiety, you know, mm-hmm. like, I just need a little bit of nicotine. Um, you hit it on the flight? Oh, yeah. Not only did I hit it on the flight, but you got to think, it's like, the air in a plane oh, yeah. is a little bit different it's like, as far as how things, like, if somebody farts, like... Oh, yeah. It's you, really still. It's yeah. still. It's going to be there a while. First class isn't far enough away. Um, They're still hitting it. Dude, well, she, um, you know, she had fallen asleep. And so I'm just sitting there, and it's like, you know what? Nobody's paying attention. And I ripped this thing, and I'm thinking I'm just going to and hold it for a second, and then I'll just, like, what I see other people do, mm-hmm. like, at the poker table and shit. When sure. Bro. <laughs> just went everywhere? Dude, yeah. Like the mist and I'm like that Mark Wahlberg movie? So it was one of those things, like, if the cops were watching, I'm like, all right, I can't overreact to this right now. I know it's there, but I've just got to let this happen. Yeah. And I'm going to just slowly start going, <laughs> just blowing <laughs> at it. And uh, and I didn't, I was like, in that moment, I was like, do I turn and look? Because if I turn and look around to see if anybody's, you know, yeah. looking, then I'm guilty as fuck. But it's like this cloud that's just <laughs> here's a, right over me. Here's a pro game of this. Fuck. And luckily... Like the flight attendants didn't see this or anything. Uh, there were a couple people that yeah, you did. get a ticket. Yeah, for doing that. here's a pro here's a pro gamer move for you next time. I mean, I'm not a vapor, but I would just imagine this would work. Next time, just grab your mask, your breathing mask, and just blow into that, and it'll just go 
right into that. Oh, can you just grab it out of the ceiling? I don't know. I thought they needed to they release just it. Bring more attention. Yeah, you think dude, so? Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I drop my oxygen mask, uh, I was dude, really, the paramedics are on the way. I was like, really just making a joke, but you should, <laughs> next time then, maybe you just bring, you know, old... You seem pretty serious about it. Old, tr- uh, true and faithful, the dryer sheet with a paper towel roll, just blow into that, and then it... That helps still, the smell. I know, it'll still but, go out, but like, actually, it would still be fruity, or whatever, like the smell would be. Oh, it's it still got to blow somewhere. Yeah, you're right. Um, Okay, wear a sweatshirt. Next time, I just need to hold it longer. Or just don't do it at, yeah. at all on the plane. Um, but, yeah. it's. But, but I think, so what uh, airline was this that did the, do you know? Maybe not. It says. It's always some I can't one. even say it. All right. It's Lufthansa. Okay. I'm thinking it's a European. Yeah. They did, like, flown over, getting another batch going Killing back. Another batch, yeah. They just People. dropped out a of thin air. Specimen. It, uh-huh. just but specimen. Uh, but I, I would feel like something had to have really go wrong for that to happen. Like Because you said they dropped a 1,000 feet. So I'm, I'm wondering, it wasn't a straight nose dive. You were saying that it was kind of more of like up and down, up and down. But you would have to be going lower. Really it was probably, know. there was self-adjust. There were probably, the plane or the pilot was probably adjusting. Correcting, like, yeah. You know, correcting it. So You ever throw a paper plane and then it, it goes, starts to... <laughs> Exactly. Probably it was probably doing some of that. That's the aerodynamics, the mm. physics of it. Yeah. But then beyond that, if you drop uh, at that sudden of a rate, uh, eventually you're gonna hear, pull up. Yeah. Pull up. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, so you wonder is like, is it the pilot that was just uh, got a little bored? Yeah, that'd be. If I don't want a board pilot. I'm just kidding. The passenger said that after it happened, like the rest of the flight until the emergency landed was just like dead silent. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That would w- be wide awake just waiting for him to land. And that's a that's like a 14-hour flight at least because Austin, I know when I did it, it was actually longer than that now I think about it. But it's a very, it's it's about half a day. More than half a day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they were just, only an hour and a half in, apparently. I'd Dude. be watching Taken 2 on the plane like yeah. three times in a row. Just you think keep my headphones in. You think you'd want to be on the front of the plane or the back of the plane? When that happens, I don't think it matters. I really don't. You're like still, on a roller coaster? If you're at the back, you kind of get that that whiplash effect, I feel like. Maybe. If you're in the front, you see what's coming. I don't know. It only matters in Lost. When the plane broke in half... And the survivors were on half of it, and then the other half, they're called the others. Yeah, do you know where you actually want to be for safety reasons? Probably the middle. middle. Yeah. Yeah. So, fuck the snobs up in the first class. Fuck the people that are trying to be close to the bathroom. Which you want to be business class in the middle. Yeah, business I don't got to be the best. Uh, I'm not going <laughs> to be go. the worst. Somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And with that, we're done with the podcast. Uh, so we're not, the, we're not B's favorite. Not forever. We'll be back next week. But we'll be, yeah. But I was going to say we're in the middle. We're business class podcast, apparently. Yeah. What do we got? I don't... You think? You think that? Uh, I mean, we're we're uh, we're growing. We're still small. No, but, I uh, dude, we've got some exciting guests coming up. Yeah, we do. You want to tell them about them? We got... Um, well, let's keep it a surprise. All right. All right. But uh, let's just say next month... Um, if you like Fort Worth, if you like good music, uh, I think you'll be happy yeah. with our guest. Um, and from there, I know uh, we are going to have some police encounters. Um, we've got a 
couple prisoners we talked to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So what is our uh, socials? It's let's at go. Post Hump Day, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Everywhere you are, we'll be there too. We'll see you on the other side.